Yo, 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 everybody. It's Lindsay Pipes. And Gabrielle Pina. Coming at you from Second Period DC History on August 21st, 2020. I hope you're sitting down because today we got a bit of tittle-tattle on Lil Rody. Some grab some popcorn and a drink. It's gonna get juicy. Before we get into all the drama, let's remember why we're here. The Rhode Island Colony was one of the 13 original colonies in America. It was founded in 1636 by those who wanted to escape the lack of religious tolerance in the other New England colonies. Basically, because tolerance didn't exist among the Puritans and... Whoa, whoa, whoa. It was also home to the first Jewish synagogue. And the first Baptist church. The most prominent founder was Roger Williams. He was exiled from the Massachusetts Bay Colony because of his religious beliefs. He actually paid the Narragansett Indians for their land because he believed it was the right thing to do. Wow, imagine that. Providence, Rhode Island's capital today, is where the original colony was founded. And let's not forget the other people that played a huge role in the colony, such as Benedict Arnold, the first governor, and Anne Hutchinson. Oh, I love this story. Yeah, same. She was one of the earliest American feminists. By preaching both women and men and questioning Puritan teaches about salvation. She literally got banned from the Massachusetts Bay Colony because of that. Talk about female empowerment. And after all of that, she became one of the founders of Rhode Island. Wow. Isn't Rhode Island also called the Ocean State? Oh yeah, it has 400 miles of coastline. And it's still the smallest state in the U.S. Because of its close proximity to water, the colony was able to major in industries such as fishing, manufacturing, ships, and exports. And because of the flat landscape and the rolling hills, they were able to farm. So that means their economy was based off of their exports and manufacturing of goods. Yes, like the manufacturing and export of rum, and crops like corn, pumpkin, squash, and beans. Okay. Let's talk about the government for a second. Well, to start off, Rhode Island was a charter colony, which is one of the three classes of colonial governments. These colonies were operated under a corporate charter given by the crown. So, basically, because of the small amount of people in charge, they had a little bit of freedom and self-government. That kind of sounds similar to the democracy we have today. Well, there are a couple of differences. A big one being not everyone in the colony could vote. Oh, that's right. Because of the social structure, people of the lower class, like the servants and workers, couldn't vote. Then there's the middle class, owners of small stores and businesses, and the upper class who were highly educated, and they were allowed to vote. Weren't only the upper class children allowed to receive schooling, Mm -hmm. and only the boys of the class were able to learn Latin and go to England to further their education, while the girls weren't? Yep. That sums up the way social and gender roles worked in the colony. Wow, we went through a lot today. Yep, and we're all out of time. What? We didn't even get to the drama. (sighs) Guess you'll have to tune in next week on Lil Roadie. 3 p.m. Central Time. Don't miss out.